0: This episode was recorded on Sunday, June 27th, 2021, and it was one day before we got the announcement that Butter topped the Billboard chart again at number one for the fifth week in a row. So, even though in the podcast I announced that it was four weeks, the charting period had ended, and the day after I recorded this podcast is when that announcement came that BTS, again, had topped the charts, so congratulations to BTS, congratulations to ARMY, we did it again, and Jungkook, he totally is so awesome, He's just guessing that we'll do it for five weeks, six weeks, whatever it is, and Jimin right behind him saying that we can do it, and so BTS is really rocking the charts right now, and also... Three or four or I don't know how many other remixes of butter were released this past week, but they're really fun and I hope that you guys are enjoying listening to butter. Now let's get into the episode. Hello BTS Army. Welcome to the podcast. This is Kay with Kathos TV at Kathos TV and Twitter. How are you all doing? Oh my goodness, it is a heat wave here in the United States. I am in the central western part of the states, I guess you could say, in the mountains. And I'm actually in a valley that's surrounded by mountains, and the heat is just incredibly difficult to, uh, it's just so hard to breathe sometimes. And I've got moderate to severe asthma, and so I've been struggling a lot. Last week and the week before, I had lost my voice due to getting a cold, and it took a while to get over that, but I am happy to have my voice back, really excited to be able to talk again, and I'm hoping that all of you guys are doing very well, or at least doing somewhat well, at least hanging in there. So, whatever it is that you're facing, just try really hard to see the silver lining especially if things are very difficult for you try to find the silver lining try to find the brightness among the clouds somewhere hopefully the things that you're going through are not going to last forever so here's the hand of friendship i'm extending it to you as armies and i love that bts brings us together even though we are not friends in real life either even though we're not armies that are running into each other or you know, crossing each other's paths on purpose or even by accident in the wild, as we say here in the United States, we say, "armies in the wild, like I saw someone at the store or I ran into someone at the restaurant or whatever, and it's really great to find someone that's an army out of nowhere, especially when you weren't expecting it, but it's hard to do in my area. I really don't see a lot of people that like BTS, or at least I don't know if they like BTS. And it's so hot that I can't just roll down my windows and play BTS music in my car, even though I would love to. I've got to have the windows up and I've got to have that air conditioner on. Otherwise, I will suffocate. It is really, really miserable. Butter was released more than a month ago. It was released on, was it May 20th? That's right. And it's been doing really well. I'm not going to really report on BTS things as news because I'm terrible at that. I'm not really good at updating or making sure that I've got all the facts and all the figures right, but I know that BTS was at the top of the Billboard chart four weeks in a row, and every single time that happens, Yoongi, aka Suga, comes into Weverse and he posts something, something like a crying emoji, you know, tears or happiness or something like that, And just to show that they really appreciate us. If you want to know what BTS is doing, hopefully you know how to find that out. Um, With their release of the Japanese album called The Best, BTS The Best, they did promotions, I'm sure. And I just haven't been able to watch those or know exactly where those are. So I would not be a good one to ask. But I am enjoying Butter. I listen to it several times a day. I don't watch it every single day, but I probably should I should be watching it at least once or twice a day, but sometimes I don't always have time for that, And um, but I really enjoy it. I really love their, what is it called, the Hotter Sweeter Remix, the Sweeter Hotter Remix. I, I don't remember what it's called, but it's so funny, it's so cute, and I just love seeing how much fun they have with it, their dance moves and all that, and when each person is in the foreground being featured doing dance moves and the other guys are in the back, doing funny or quirky or cute or whatever, awesome swaggy moves. It's really fun to watch. So I'm happy that they released that version of their, uh, that, that MV. It's just fun. And then they did a uh, Norebang, is that how you say it? A uh, Norebang version that surprised us the other day, where they're all wearing the props, you know, like, uh, it's like karaoke, like what you see in the K-dramas, where people are, uh, need to go celebrate, or they're upset, or they need to cheer up, so they go to this norebang, and they pay to have a room or a booth where they decide what music they're going to sing to uh, with the microphone, and the words are up on the screen and everything. Sometimes they're getting drunk in there, that's what they're depicting anyway, and sometimes they're just dancing and having the time of their lives. Well, BTS had these wigs and stuff, they had props, I'm trying to remember what they were holding. I think someone had a big huge bag of popcorn, like a long bag of popcorn, and they were dancing around with that and someone was lifting it like it was weights. For a while Jim was holding it like it was like a like a stuffed animal, like it was the big RJ doll how he'll hold it with both hands, you know, like hugging it and carrying it around with him. And so like, it just reminded me of that, even though it's a bag of popcorn. It was really fun. So, also enjoying watching bongtong bombs that they're dropping in the middle of the night. Usually it's about two o'clock in the morning here, and I'll wake up and I will see that I've. Missed one, and so I get to go ahead and watch it. And at the awards show that was shown behind the scenes in their recent Bangtan Bomb, you could see part of their speeches, and I loved how they had a picture of Shuga for each one, and at the very end, they met, like, in the back. And then Jimin takes the picture of yungi and he's like, Let's bow, yungi <laughs> And he makes the picture bow on the table. It's really cute. I actually got emotional watching that. It was just really sweet to see how they continuously thanked ARMY for the award. It was exciting that they won Artist of the Year and Album of the Year and everything. They've won it two or three times now, at least. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new bumble now. I'm not the kind of army that is knowing all these things that BTS has accomplished and all that they've achieved. I don't really memorize those accomplishments. I know some of you do, but I am not that kind of army. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to have a body. I'm grateful that I can see and I can hear. I'm grateful that I have a mind that works and that I can feel with my heart and that I can watch and listen to them. It is my favorite thing, and in the Run BTS episode this week, oh, it was so funny, it was Run BTS episode 143, and they were writing children's books and illustrating for them in little teams, and Yoongi was absent for that, so it was during the time of his rehab and recovery, but loved that they still included him by giving him a phone call at the end, and then he agreed to read their books that they made, their, their stories that they made, and he read those on camera, and uh, <laughs> it was really great. I loved it, but I don't even remember why I cried. This is usually what happens to me when I watch Run BTS. I will start laughing, and I will rewind the part that really really made me crack up laughing, and then I'll rewind it and watch it again, I'll laugh even harder, and I'll rewind it again, and I'll watch it, and I will laugh so much. And then I will just start crying because it makes me feel. I'm just so, like, I feel comforted, I feel relief, I feel happy, I feel peaceful, I feel, like, excited, and BTS does that for me. No matter what I'm doing, and no matter what is going on in my life, I watch Run BTS, or I can watch something of BTS content, and usually it is the unscripted stuff. Usually it is the more funny stuff, the lighthearted stuff, their trivia, and their quizzes, and their games, and their challenges, their missions. That is what will get me laughing, and then I'm like, I feel so happy right now. I feel like everything is so right right now, but there must be some sorrow and Some depression still mixed in my heart when I'm feeling that way because then I will become over... Like, I'll just overflow with emotion and I'll find myself crying while I'm laughing. And then I'm wiping tears and then I'm feeling like... It's just I'm feeling overwhelmed in those moments. And it's... I've tried to kind of pinpoint it. I've tried to figure out why this is how it is for me. But I can't figure it out. So the only way I know how to summa- summarize it is that it shows me that my heart is working. It shows me that I'm healing from some things. It shows me that I've been through stuff in life and that I'm just so happy and I love BTS and I'm so happy for what they're doing for us humans, what they're doing for us, no matter who we are, whatever we're going through, they if we let them and if we want them, are bringing healing to us, and I I just couldn't ask for anything better than that. I mean, of course, being able to meet them and tell them in person what they mean to me and to tell them thank you, of course, I'm sure that's what most of us, if not all of us, want to do, but we know that's not possible, so I'll just take what I can get, and so if I can watch Run BTS for free, and I can watch it as much as I want, as many times as I want, I can rewind it or whatever, go back to my favorite parts as much as I want and laugh and laugh and laugh. It's not like I'm laughing until I'm crying, like tears are streaming down my face because I'm laughing so much. It's like I've crossed over from that giddy, happy, nothing can possibly go wrong right now feeling into a, a sort of a sadness that just kind of takes over and comes through. And I watch them... With a smile on my face while I'm wiping my tears and also feeling sad. I don't know how to explain it any different than this. It's just that they, like, I don't know what I would do without them. It's kind of like, I just feel like they've saved me again and again and again. And they continue to pull me out of the pit of, like, sadness that I've felt like I was in for so many years. Basically, my entire life... Of being an adult, but also going back to high school, going back to middle school, like I shared with you guys before, I had to stop taking ballet lessons, and in high school I was bullied by both guys and girls. I don't know how much I shared about that, but I was not treated well in high school, and I guess just things kind of started piling on each other and building and building and building. Um, when I was eleven, my grandma. She passed away from a really, like, in a painful way in my in my house. Like, I told you that I grew up in my grandparents' house. So it wasn't my house. It was their house. But, you know, that was my house because I lived there. I grew up there. I was actually born in that house. Kind of a funny situation. But then moved away, you know, down the road. But then moved in when my grandpa needed to, my parents to start helping take care of my grandma. And I was in the room when she passed away. Um, and I remember being very much left to myself, so I was 11, I believe, I was about to turn 12 in a couple months, and I was left very much to myself to try to fend for myself on spending time, um, I just had a lot of free time, but not a whole lot to do with my free time. Um, I could read, but I wasn't very big reader, like, I, I just didn't love it like crazy, um, i loved charlie brown books like <laughs> that's comics you know i loved charlie brown books i loved books about ballet and uh horses and dogs and stuff but i didn't really read a lot of novels or chapter books um it just wasn't my favorite thing i loved writing letters and practicing penmanship and i loved listening to music but i didn't have a lot of devices to listen to music on so i just remember from about age 11 Between there and age 13 was when my sadness started. And I remember being depressed and being sad. And everything that happened, a tick on that timeline of my life, just kind of compounded. It built and built and built and so it's like layers and layers of just like sadness or trauma or misfortune or different things that came onto my life. And this comes on your life, it comes on your body, it comes on your mind, it comes on your heart. And if you don't find a way to, like, resolve it, or have closure to it, or say goodbye to it in some kind of a healthy way, whether it's like, if you had a bad experience with a friend, or a, a lover, or a partner, or a boss, you know, at a job or something. If you had a bad experience, and you had papers or letters or pictures or something that remind you of that person, you can do something physically. You can throw those things away. You can burn them. You know, you can take a sharpie and draw a mustache on the person (laughs) or you can do things that like kind of like relieve your stress and relieve your trauma and help you to have closure and get rid of those things. But there are certain experiences in life that we can't take a sharpie and write on, you know? we can't draw on them necessarily and some things are so big so vast in your mind and heart like it's a whole it's a whole journey basically and sometimes we need to go to therapy or we need to have someone very special and trusted and you know like wise or like a very good person in our lives to listen to us, to be able to ask us questions or to be able to just quietly sit and listen to us or walk with us and let us talk. You know, let your heart and your mind and your shoulders take a load and a burden off by talking to someone. And if you don't have that kind of a person in your life, if I don't have that kind of a person in my life It can be very long and lonely and hard going down the road of life. And you just, like, for me, this is my experience. I became more numb, like feelings-wise. I became more numb. I stopped laughing. I stopped smiling. I didn't know who I was. I didn't recognize myself in the mirror. I didn't like myself. Forget loving myself. I didn't like myself. Um, Even more than that, I despised and I hated myself. I loathed myself. So any of you listening, if you can relate to this, you know, you are not alone. But if you're listening and you're still here, this is going on close to 20 minutes now of me jabbering on about my experience. There's something that there should be a glimmer of hope for you because somebody who's like completely numb like unable to feel at all isn't going to be sitting here listening to a podcast that is inspired by BTS and isn't going to have felt something when you first found BTS. So, you know, if you're that far gone, you're not going to be watching BTS, listening to them. You're not going to be smiling and sharing and you know, there are just people in this world that world that are basically like spiritually or mentally dead just walking around in their body without feeling and I wasn't to that point but I feel like I was going that way I was getting to that point and um, thankfully I did have my own kids if I didn't have my own kids I don't know what would have happened to me along the way because if it weren't for having to live for them because I took care of them and I raised them from you know from the time that they were born and like I had someone to live for but if I didn't have them then I'm not sure that I would have had someone to live for so thankfully now I found BTS I'm starting to have more peace in my life I'm having a lot more joy I'm having more contentment Um, It doesn't mean that I'm satisfied with everything. There are some of my circumstances that I would love to change and I plan on changing them to the best of my ability, but we don't have control over everything. We don't know what will happen to us. We can just do our best. And so, but you know, it's kind of like when you find a cat or a kitten, like a stray you know when you find a dog or a cat that doesn't seem to have a home doesn't seem to have been fed well maybe they're really skinny maybe they look a little sick maybe their their eyes are like you know watery or maybe they've got a cold or something and you just find them and no way could this be an animal that someone just barely lost yesterday or today or a couple days ago where they're still nice and plump and healthy and well fed like Sometimes we just need to find someone or something to take care of. And if it's not a pet, if it's not an animal, then it could be a plant. Namjoon, he loves plants. He's taking care of plants. I don't remember what kind of a tree it was, but it, it seems like he has like a plum tree or some kind of a tree that he brought with him in the soup. Um, on the first episode, he shows us, or maybe it's the second episode, he shows us that he brought a plant. I guess it's probably the first first one. I can't remember, and I do want to watch it again. Something about Summertime makes me want to watch In the Soup. (laughs) So it's been a year since it was released, and I want to watch it again. Um, Anyway, so, like, it just makes you feel good to take care of something, or someone. And if you don't have someone, a living person or thing, like an animal, whatever, that's got a heart that's beating, and, you know, a voice... Whether it's barking at you or meowing at you or, you know, calling to you in some way. Whether it's like a little bird that's hurt its wing or something. Um, A hermit crab. I don't know. A gerbil. Some kind of pet. What is it that that Jin had? Now I can't remember what he had. They're not flying squirrels. What were they? Mm, That's going to bother me. Um, Omuk was one the name of one of them, right? Omuk or Omuk. And the other one... Ah! I don't remember. It's not a kinkajou, is it? He had two little animals, and... Anyway, I haven't gotten that far in my being army, where I exactly know the details of his two beloved pets. And they passed away, but I'm sure that when Jin was caring for them, they brought him a lot of joy and, like... Just you just feel good when you have something that's relying on you to be able to live. You feel good when you are the person that is bringing the nourishment and the care and the attention to that person or that thing. So when you have a baby, when you have another human and you have to raise that human and you have to make sure that they're safe and that their their seatbelt is always on and they're getting food and clean clothes and that um, their mind is being active and stimulated and that they're getting the exercise. Like it's a huge responsibility. And I had that with two children right when my divorce began. Two little kids when my divorce began. And so I couldn't go so deep as to lose myself, as to lose my life or take my life. I could not do that because these two little guys were counting on me to take care of them and keep them alive and thankfully nothing ever happened to us nothing ever happened to me but this like you know the hardened heart or the the walls up that I had around my heart and my mind to make me feel more numb that is the kind of mom that my boys were living with and it's sad that it went on as long as it did but my walls started to crumble and the layers around my heart started to melt and, like, just disintegrate as I found BTS, as I heard their music and saw their personalities and got to know who they are individually. Seven wonderful different people that are beautiful and unique and just so special. And then together as the group, as the unified team they are, I can't even find anything else like that on this planet that I care more about, you know, it's not like a sports team, or an actor, or, you know, someone who's worked on a project, there's nothing or any, there's nothing or no one that means more to me than BTS does because of how they've served my life, how they've just brought that, like... They've brought uh, medicine and healing and, you know, vitamins into my pain, into my hurting. They have kind of like stitched me up and then applied like an ointment over the scars to slowly help me heal so that those, the indications of the things that I've been through are not so noticeable, they're not as obvious, and some of those things are, Actually, gone out of my life. I've been able to get rid of things that I was holding on to, that I was being upset about, that I was still hurt by. And finding BTS has helped me to learn that I don't need to hold on to those things and I don't need to let those situations and those experiences in my life continue to negatively affect me and impact me to the point where I can't do what I want and I can't do what I need. And I can't move forward or make progress toward my goals and the things that I really want to see, the changes I want to make, and the the way I want to influence the world around me. Every single one of us can do something. We can do many things, or even just one thing that makes the world a better place. And it's not fun to just live for yourself. It's not fun. It's not happy. It's not meaningful to just... Wake up in the morning and be like, okay, what am I going to do today? What do I like? What do I need? And then go through your entire day, every single day, seven days a week, all the days of the month and year, just looking out for you. Like, it's not meaningful. Sometimes we'll have a, a situation where we just have to say no to everything else and push everything away and just focus on what we need or what we want like we've had a really bad day or we're not feeling well or we've we're going through something really hard like maybe we've lost a job or we've had a bad breakup or you know something has gone on where we just become very disappointed discouraged sometimes we have to tune everything else out say no to everybody else who wants our attention and our time and not Take on any more burdens because the thing that we're dealing with is burdensome enough on our own heart and weighing on our mind. So that's totally okay if we need to take a day, two days, a week, or even a month, you know, go backpacking, go road tripping, whatever we need to do to be able to get clarity in our minds and to be able to start healing. But to live that way every single day of your life, especially as an adult, is not fulfilling. Like to just wake up in the morning and not have anyone else who needs you or anyone else to focus on. Um, At least from where I am coming from, that's not a rewarding, fulfilling life. And I'm so grateful that BTS also wants to always look outwardly and reach outwardly and let their reach go even farther. That they all took their desire to be artists to be involved in music, and dance, and messages, and lyrics, and words, and feelings, and share that with every single person who will, on purpose, want to listen to it, and everybody who will want to see them perform. So I I guess I would just say thank you to BTS. I will never get tired of saying thank you to BTS. A lot of my hashtags and Twitter are thank you, BTS, and I just don't know what I would do if I hadn't come across them because, yeah, I mean, I was alive and I was laughing at times and I was smiling at times, but there was just way too much sadness, way too much depression to really help me move f- forward and to start achieving more than what I want to do with my life is just, I want to make a difference and I want to, I want to like, it just sounds so silly, but I want to help people. Do I want to be a doctor or a therapist? No. Do I want to be a teacher? No. Um, I mean like a school teacher or anything like that? No, I don't. I don't want to be a teacher or a coach or whatever. Like, but I want to help people with my voice, with something that I can share. I want to have other people be able to look to me in some way, be like, okay, I trust you. I trust you because I can see in your eyes, I can hear it in your voice, I can feel it when I'm around you and your energy. You understand me. You've been where I am or you, like, you know how to get out of this. And so I trust you and I want to hear you and I want to, like, I just want people to feel that way about something that I would have to share, and I don't know how exactly my vision hasn't opened up to the point where I know what steps to take in order to do this, because I would like to do it as a career. I mean, obviously, I would love to just volunteer and help people, but I have to earn a living, and so if I can earn a living using my, my voice and anything that I can share of what I know, what I've experienced, what I've been through, that's what I want to do. When I was talking about creating additional podcasts uh, a couple episodes ago, I believe, I said that I want to create a mentoring-type podcast, and then possibly one for abused and neglected women and children, or just a place where people can go to kind of... I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, because... Anyway, I'm just getting off on this little this little distracted tangent here, but I think... I hope you can understand my heart. I hope you can understand what I mean. I have a desire to do what BTS is doing. Except I don't want to be on stage dancing when I do it. <laughs> but I want to be able to share a message. And I want to be able to heal people as well. And um, music is very, very deeply in my heart and in my life. So I'm grateful that my world is <laughs> is colliding with BTS in that way. Like Not colliding, but you know... It's like when you have paint and you can stir up the paint and you can see how the colors blend. I'm thankful that what I love doing and what BTS loves doing and what so many of you guys love doing is uh, mixing and blending together. That's what I'm trying to say. So, I've got more exciting stuff coming up. But you can't really look to this podcast as a good news resource because I'm just really lousy at sharing the news and knowing exactly what's going on, and, um, you know, I'm just trying. I'm a human, and I'm doing my best just like all the rest of us are, and so I want to thank you guys again for coming here. I hope that something was meaningful for you. I hope that it helped you in some way to listen, and I am also thinking about doing like a radio type show with this podcast once in a while. I didn't even touch on the same segments that I was planning, where I wanted to share an unpopular opinion, and there are a few other things that I want to start doing. Um, One of them involves looking at lyrics of BTS songs and talking about the messages in more detail, as well as I would love to take like a passage or a phrase, a melodic phrase or a harmonic phrase in the BTS songs, and I would love to be able to say, When this part is, you know, in this verse or in Jimin's section over here, I love to hear this and that, Like, I just want to be able to talk about it and sort of analyze it, not like in a scientific way, of course, but more in a a way that just shows how enthusiastic I am for their talent and how good they are at songwriting. Even Jin with Epiphany, Um, I'm still not over how amazing that song is, and I'm still not be able, I'm, listen to me, I'm stuttering like crazy, but I'm not able to listen to it without getting tears in my eyes, and I just, I want to learn that song, I want to learn every single word, I want to pronounce it well, and I played it on the piano twice today, I played one version, and then I played another version because someone uh, wrote down some sheet music, and you can find BTS music for free online, um, and it's not illegal, People can, like, transcribe uh, uh, songs that they like. What do you call it? Like, they can, you know, use the software and make it into an actual sheet music, and you can find those and print them off on the internet. So it's really neat, and I've been doing that kind of slowly, building up my own little binder full of BTS music and some OSTs that I love. Well, again, I thank you guys for coming. You can find me in Twitter at kathos TV. Kathos is spelled K-A-E-T-H-O-S and then T-V on the end. I wish you all the best for the rest of this summer. Hopefully you can make sure you stay hydrated. Don't get too hot. Please don't get overheated. Your health is everything. It's very important. We need you here and you are important to this world. BTS needs you and I need you, every single one of you. We all need each other and so let's... Work on everything that we are doing with as much of um, a lightened heart as we possibly can with a smile. And if you need to cry, let yourself cry. Don't just hold in your feelings. Don't become that hard shell that I was talking about. The person that won't feel things, that person that's numb. Allow yourself to open up and release some of those experiences and if you if you don't have a therapist or you don't have someone to talk to you can message me i welcome your messages i welcome anything that you would want to share and of course you're welcome to join me on a podcast episode as well i would really enjoy that so this has been begin the search inspired by bts by a bts army coming to you all and i mean it from the bottom of my heart thank you bts and thank you armies